0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGP and Merch Store. Use promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants, it's going to be the Eagles, lose their next game. And make sure to enter in our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card to our merch store. Enter exclusively today at SGPN at the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. Yay, yes, sir! We are back here for another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know the voice, you know the guy. You know it's me. It's really real, Villain Real Terrell Furman Jr. at your service. And it's Thursday night football, so we got the Thursday night football preview with my guy Scott Studio. Rachelle, Scott, what's going on?
1: Nothing much. Doing pretty well. Uh, how's it going with you?
0: Oh, it's good. It's good. I mean, we got it. We got it over. We got our over. We got the over in Thursday night. Mm-hmm. It was it felt good. It felt good to call that and get that. But you know, so somewhat entertained. I didn't really. I mean, it was entertaining in terms of points for being scored, but I don't think it was entertaining as a game aspect because uh, Dalton
1: threw two pick sixes in a minute yeah. and a half.
0: Yeah. He's, he's really bad. <laughs> he's really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh if you had Arizona's defense in your lineup, pretty sure that was in the million maker lineup last week. I'm sure it's in the captain spot. Had to be. Had to be. Other than that, I think that, you know, people are expecting a little bit of the same this week, but it could be a little different. I think I beg to differ. I think it could be a little different than what we saw last week. Before we get into our Thursday night breakdown, got to talk to you about WinBet and new customers who bet $100 can get a $100 free bet looking to join the WinBet's biggest winners club. You can by hitting the biggest, craziest parlay. So just go make the craziest big parlay, win, build your own bet, whatever you can. And if you hit and you are the highest odds, you can get an extra $1,000 free bet. So much choose from. All you have to do is head over to com slash winbet so they know we sent you. com slash w y n n b e t to claim your free bet today. All of such as change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 older and present in the state where we'll playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast, us, because we're giving you a chance to win either a Lawrence, a Lawrence Taylor or a Brian Dawkins jersey. Completely free to enter. Just subscribe to slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video, and each new video is another chance to win. So turn on your notifications. And don't miss out when we contact you with your winning jersey. And make sure to join our Word Series Prop Contest. The winner gets $200 cash and an SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, let's go ahead and get through this breakdown because we have what seems like a doozy when they made it on the schedule. The Baltimore Ravens are traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Ravens are a road favorite here minus one and a half not too many times Tom Brady has been a road underdog I mean a home underdog 45 and a half is a total it ticked up from 44 and a half going and sliding here through whoa let's get that out the way the sliding here through an injury report here and I mean it's rather short for Baltimore JK diamonds out for the foreseeable future Ronnie Stanley is questionable when you get to Tampa Bay we got some names to rattle off. Luke, uh, the guard, Luke Godecki, is questionable with a foot injury. You have Antoine Wilfield Jr., who is questionable with a concussion. You have Sean Murphy Button, who is questionable with a quad injury. Russell Gage, questionable with a hamstring injury. Carlton Davis, questionable with a hip. You have Julio Jones, questionable with a knee. Akeem Hicks, questionable with a foot. Cameron Brake, questionable with a neck. And then you also have Mike Evans, who is questionable with an ankle injury. So long list of names to rattle off there. Uh, Scott, minus one and a half with Baltimore. What are you doing? So
1: I think the spot's very, very tricky because truth sure, is both teams have not been very good. Uh, Baltimore's been better because they've actually won a couple of games recently. But you're looking at what Tampa's main issues are. They can't score. The mm. offense is broken. And they've lost two straight games to really bad teams. Carolina's awful, and Pittsburgh is awful. And they lost Mm -hmm. both games. So they're returning home. I get it's supposed to provide a boost. I don't know if I really care because the offense is that bad. Baltimore, on the other hand, is really good, and they'd be amazing if games were only 45 minutes because they are awful in the fourth (laughs) quarter. They are really, really bad in the fourth quarter, and on top of that, they almost blew the game against Cleveland this past week. They got lucky that Cooper's game-winning touchdown catch ended up being uh, called off because of an offensive pass interference penalty, mm-hmm. and then they had to settle for a 60-something yarder, which got blocked. So you could argue Baltimore should have lost the game against Cleveland if you didn't think it was pass interference, but Baltimore is so bad late in games. I feel like the only way for me to play this right now is Baltimore first half. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to assume Baltimore gets out to an early lead because they always do, and then they slowly fall apart as the game progresses. I'm leaning to the under because I don't really like either offense in this game, but Tampa's just broken right now. You you couldn't score a touchdown against Carolina? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't even close. You went three and out on basically half your drive. So I'm going to go ahead and lean to the under, Tampa team total under. There's no way I'm taking a Tampa team total over right now with this team, but I am going to take Baltimore first half because they have been very good at the start of games, just not so much at the end.
0: All right, yeah. I mean, this is really the same handicap as me last week for the Arizona Cardinals, and it's the fact that Tampa was so bad in a division game on the road where their offense really couldn't get going that on a short week, you're still remembering that you're, you're still sitting in that loss. That was a disgusting loss to a team that's really probably tanking for the rest of the season. And so I think that this is the get right spot for Tampa Bay. They are a closure your eyes special this week. They under underperformed the spread by 21 or more points last week. And they're catching points this week. So you're getting Brady with the closure eyes special at home on a short week where, you know, they're pissed off. This office is pissed off. They're embarrassed. They feel like they could be playing a lot better. And I think that they're going to try to go put somewhat of a better showing on today. Now, is it going to be better in terms of a full game score? I don't think so, but I think that, are they going to get in the end zone a couple of times? Yeah, and I think they have enough power in here to go ahead and win this game against a Baltimore team. As you said, one of the worst first fourth quarter teams in the league, one of the worst second-half teams in the league. I think that this is a great bounce-back spot for Tampa Bay to go out here, put a win on the board, and, you know, it's going to be a little bit more of a shot to Baltimore because they feel like – both of these teams feel like that they should be a lot better than where they are in the season – I'm taking Tampa Bay here. I think this is the spot. I'm back Brady as a home dog. I like Tampa Bay plus one and a half in on the money line. And uh, one, once again, I'm staying away from the full game money
1: line. I'd rather just back Baltimore in the first half because they've been very good in the first half of games.
0: Yeah. And then total here, I mean, I'm going back to the unders. I'm going back to the Thursday night unders. I, I don't like either one of these offenses. And while I think that they will play a slightly better, I don't think that is to the tune that they automatically jump over this total. And I understand why people are going to the over because you just think of how these teams were, were projected in the beginning of the season. So more Tampa against Bay, Baltimore, Yeah, right. like you you expect to see a lot. And I just don't think – I think it's going to be really lackluster this week. So I'm on the under here. I think we get back to the Thursday night unders. Last week was an anomaly. Yeah, had two pick sixes in a minute.
1: Yeah, and we liked the over last week because we thought the Saints defense was atrocious. But yeah. Uh, yeah, in general, I'm on the under as well. I'm on the under as well. There's there's nothing to show for really either offense. Baltimore's offense, I have more faith in than Tampa's right now. But besides garbage time against the Chiefs a couple weeks ago, they weren't even that good against Atlanta offensively. Mm-hmm. And I think you can make a serious case that with a bad offensive line and the fact that this team really can't run the ball, they're terrible in terms of rushing yards per game. I think Tampa's offense just has no balance, and I think that Baltimore secondary, which was a concern early in the year, is finally healthy. Evans is banged up. What else is new? Godwin's been kind of a non-factor recently. Is there anything that Tampa actually does well right now offensively besides field goal kicking? Getting the ball to Godwin. Do they get even the get the Godwin. ball to Godwin, Godwin
0: enough? He's got, he's got double-digit targets in three of the four games that he's actually played, and um, he's – catching a good amount of them, five, six, seven balls per game. It's all underneath. Chris stuff, though, went, it's
1: like for what? 50, 60 yards.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all. Yeah, it's all underneath. But I mean, that's the best thing that they have going for him. They don't yeah. have anything like there's nothing else going for him right now. That offensive line is shot. He was really sick when uh, the guard went down Jensen because we I mean tackles go down that's fine for Brady like that's okay for Brady Brady is cool he's going to he's going to know that pressure is coming on the edge he's going to get the ball out it's when that pressure comes directly straight up the middle is when Brady has all those issues when you go back to when we won our two super bowls against Brady it wasn't because of pressure around the edge it was cuz that pressure directly up the middle that was forcing him to get the ball out quicker or even put it in the dirt a bunch of times so i mean the only the issue that i have here for Baltimore is Baltimore can't get pressure they can't get pressure. And so if, if they can't get pressure against Brady, this game is going to be a long game for them. I'm yeah, I'm with under. I like Tampa Bay in this one. Let's go ahead and get into first touchdown. What do you like for first touchdown today?
1: So I feel like usually a quarterback's going to be the move on this channel. I know it worked out Monday Night Football with Justin Fields. However, I'm looking at the odds here, and Lamar is 10 to 1, which seems surprisingly high compared to most weeks. Yeah. I'm going to go with Lamar at 10 to 1. Uh, initially, you know, I was probably leaning more towards a Gus Edwards, for example. I thought that his price would be definitely higher than Lamar. I wasn't expecting Edwards to be plus 850 and Lamar to be 10 to 1. But a ten to one isn't Lamar just an auto play?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I think so.
1: So give me Lamar there. I like the value on it. Yeah. Anything else, you got? Yeah. Uh, so that's where I'm going to start off. Uh, I wanted to say Edwards, but he's questionable. I'm assuming he's going to play, but I, you really just expect Baltimore to run in most of their touchdowns. And after mm-hmm. Tampa's run defense got torched by Carolina, I do think they're a bit vulnerable. We saw Atlanta move the ball in the second half on the ground against them. And Pittsburgh can't run against anybody. So that doesn't really mean anything to me. Um, I think if you want to go for a potential longest shot, I don't mind Duvernay at 16 to one, because he has been a pretty decent focal point of this offense, not so much in the last couple of weeks, but if Lamar is going to throw it, I do think that Duvernay has value at 16 to one. If I'm looking at Tampa, do I like anybody for Tampa? Like, Evans is 850. Godwin's 950. Uh, I don't really see much value for Tampa options. I guess if I had to pick one guy, I'd probably pick Atten at 17 to one because he has been getting a decent amount of snaps at the tight end Mm -hmm. position. And it seems like Brady is willing to target him over the middle. Tampa's really been a train wreck at the tight end position, but Brady's been battling some injuries. And I do think that Atten should get some work. I don't mind him at 17 to one. Uh, if you want a super duper long shot potentially Isaiah likely at 30 to one. I know Andrews hasn't practiced this week he's kind of banged up there's a chance that maybe he doesn't play. So this line might plummet if Edwards is ruled out. I don't mind likely at 30 to one but you're kind of banking on an injury report to go in your favor. So my main three Lamar at 10 to one Duvernay at uh yeah Duvernay at 16 to one. And I'll take Otten at 17 to one with a sprinkle there on some CLV on uh, likely at 30 to one.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, I like those. We, we've we got a couple of the same ones. Lamar 10 to one for sure. I do like Kate Otten and I got him at 19 to one. Okay. So and, I'll take that. Yeah. I like Kate Otten. I think that he is. I mean, hey, I Evans, don't think Evans is banged Cam- up Cameron Bray. Cameron Kevin not going to play today. Yeah. I don't think I mean, tomorrow, I don't think Cameron is going to play. And I uh, I like and he's been getting, you know, more targets. He's got four plus catches in a couple of games now, 40 yards like he throws in the ball. That's all I can ask. And, for. and Baltimore's is really rough against the tight end position. So I like in here to be able to get something going. For another,
1: are you throwing in a flyer for uh, like Rudolph at 55 to one?
0: Nah, not really. Um I'm going. What else did I have? Oh yeah, I'm going Brady. Give me Brady a 65 to one. 65. Brady okay. Yeah, Brady for a quarterback sneak on a one yard line and 65 to one. Pissed off, going push it in yourself. Yeah, I like that. I'll I thought you were going to say Brady. maybe
1: Ricard for the Ravens. at like 65 to one. No, for so a actually, draw. I like
0: that. I like that better than the other one I was going to give out. I can't remember what the other one I was going to give out was, but I like that better. Give me Ricard. Just something something cheap. Something. I don't fun. know if
1: you see anything better than 6-5. Oh, uh,
0: Rashad White was also okay. the one I was going to throw out there. I thought Rashad White has a pretty good chance. Baltimore l- allows some uh, pass-catching bats to do some damage against them, and he's been getting a lot of targets recently. So I They like also can't White.
1: block, so they kind of have to check it down all the time. All right. Yeah, Tampa I'm talking about. They can't block. Yeah,
0: yeah nothing. Yeah, I like Rashad White, 16-1. All right, let's go ahead and get into our prop bets i'll go ahead and kick things off for the props and i mean i'll i'm fine taking it because if he plays i think he's gonna have a big workload if he doesn't then it voids. give me mark andrews over 63 and a half receiving yards tampa bay also pretty rough over the middle against the tight end and we know mark andrews banged up we know that he didn't really do anything last week i think this is the week where they they kind of pigeonhole mark andrews to say he's got the matchup we saw what this tampa bay team did against uh, Travis Kelsey, one of the other premier tight ends in the league and allowed him to go for 100 yards and touchdown, all that. I, I like Mark Andrews today. I think that this is going to be the main target for Lamar this game just because the matchup is there for him.
1: Okay, so do you want to alternate or yeah, you want? Yeah, okay. go ahead. So my first one, I'm going to go to the Ravens starting running back and I'm going to go with Gus Edwards over 44 and a half rushing yards. I just think this number is too low. And I feel like a lot of this is based on Tampa's reputation in years mm-hmm. past to being a good run defense or an elite run defense. Mm-hmm. Really not been the case recently. I said before Atlanta ran it down their throats in the second half of their game. Carolina was using second and third string running backs because they traded away McCaffrey. And yet Hubbard and uh, Foreman, Foreman was basically out of the league. He wasn't doing anything all year long. And they combined for like 100, and, 100 plus rushing yards. Edwards got a decent workload for a guy who just came off the practice squad. He had what, like 16 carries for 60-something yards? Yeah. You're looking at Dobbins being out. Drake's more of a complementary third-down guy. They like to be physical. They want Edwards to handle the early-down work. And you can't really hone in on him because Lamar might dance around and do something crazy. So any read option, you know they're automatically going to be looking at Lamar. I think that there is a chance that Edwards could break one. We saw him have a couple of nice touchdown runs there against the Browns. I like Edwards over 44 and a half because if he's going to be getting 16 carries, something like that, I mean, even like slightly below three yards a carry, you're still going over. Three hmm. yards a carry at 16 carries is 48 yards. I think 44 and a half is way too low. I'm going to go ahead and take Edwards over 44 and a half rushing yards. All right. What do you think of that number? I think that should be in the 50s. I just think that the number is too low at 40. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it is. I think it's pedigree and just what they've done in the past as, um, what am I saying, as, An a, elite as run runs, defense? defense. Yeah. yeah, but it just hasn't been there this year. It hasn't been there this year. They've given up a lot. And Edwards, it was some crazy stat. I, I, I got to go find it. But it's like when he gets a certain amount of carries, he either scores a touchdown or he has 100-plus yards rushing. I might just have to use the him other. in fantasy
1: this week just because of the workload, so we'll, we'll see, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, no, I I like that play for you. All right, let's go here with my next play, and I'm going back to Chris Godwin. Chris Gotwin over six and a half receptions, and it's really just more of the fact of Brady is giving this guy the targets, and Godwin's doing something with it he's he's been around this number and basically every game he's played in where he's got double digit targets he's got three games three games with over with double digit targets in the four games that he's played. Chris Godwin is Brady's favorite target. I know we talk about Mike Evans, and wow, that is his most reliable target, I will say. He he keeps
1: dropping passes, though. He dropped a freebie touchdown last week.
0: Yeah, and that could have changed. That that game could have been a lot different if they scored that touchdown. And that game could have went a lot different. So
1: He's kind of questionable. I I think he's going to play because Evans is always questionable. But you saw him kind of battling a bit of a leg issue there late in the second half.
0: Yeah, and so I think that this is a a good spot for Chris Gottwin. Chris Gottwin is one of my favorite plays in this game just because of the workload. I think that he's going to get the work. And even if it is short yardage work, I think that he's going to keep getting and getting and getting it because Brady's trying to get the ball out fast. And Godwin's been that reliable guy to get the ball out quick. So if he falls into the end zone, that's going to be extra work. Yeah, give me over six and a half receptions. I think he finishes somewhere around eight.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that there's value there because Godwin has been a very nice security blanket for Brady, especially since it was usually Gronk. And now, of course, Gronk's not on the team anymore. So somebody had to step up. And so far, that has definitely been Godwin. So, yeah, I like it.
0: All right. what's your And uh, what's your next play? So,
1: my next play is going to be on Lamar Jackson. I'm going to take him over 9.5 carries at around minus 145. Maybe you could find a better line. But I do like Lamar to run the ball at least 10 times. Right, to go through the recent games, he has had at least 10 carries in four of the last five games. I think you make a case if Baltimore is going to be winning, you could get a couple of kneel downs in there, which are always nice to have as a boost. But Baltimore has really been disastrous throwing the ball lately. And Lamar, besides the week two game where he went for 318 passing yards against Miami, he's had less than 219 in each of the last five games. And I know you mentioned that bunting is questionable I still like this Tampa secondary. I still think that their corners are good. The safeties are fine. I know Winfield's not going to play, which is a bit of a loss there for Tampa. But I think Lamar's going to run because Baltimore's identity through and through is to run the damn ball. And I think that as a result, Lamar is either going to have a decent amount of read options or he'll be able to scramble and he'll try to make something happen. But I like Tampa's defense in terms of secondary, and I do like the fact that Lamar's had ten plus carries in four of the last five games. Give me Lamar over nine and a half rush attempts at around minus one forty-five.
0: All right, yeah, I'm with you there. I like that. Let's. I'm. I'm here. Rashawn White over two and a half receptions, plus one forty. It's a great value play. Plus one forty. Now we understand. Last week was disgusting. The offense was terrible. All right, throw last week out. If we throw last week out, he's got three receptions on four targets for 11 yards. Three receptions on four targets for 28 yards, and then five recept and then five receptions on five targets for 50 yards in the three games before that. I mean, he's at this point he has become the passing down back. They they trust him with that. Earlier in the season, he wasn't getting in at work because they didn't really know. Hey, is he could he be that guy for us? They were trying to ease him into it. He's officially in that role, and so in a week where the offense was completely down. Uh, yeah, I understand why he didn't get there. Now, I expect this offense to have a bounce-back week. They're going to go back to that passing to the running backs. Leonard Fournette gets a lot of work. Rashad White gets a lot of work. I think that this plus two plus two ugh, plus 140 is insane. Insane value for a guy that's gotten over this number in three of the last four games he's played in. So, yeah, give me the plus 140. Rashawn White over two and a half receptions. That's one of my favorite plays today.
1: Yeah, I like it, especially for the value.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm... I, I I don't get that. I, I have no idea why the line is set right there, and I'm going to take it all the way.
1: All yeah. right.
0: Before we get into our DFS picks... I, for I this actually day. had
1: uh, one more prop. Oh, yeah, one more? It My bet. Yeah. Uh, I was going to be a kicker prop. I was going to take Justin Tucker uh, over one and a half made field goals. I see minus 145. I'm trying to see if I can chop around. Maybe find a 130 out there, uh, just looking quickly. But either way, i like Justin Tucker to make at least two field goals. We know he's basically automatic. Anytime they're within range, he's going to make it. But you're going through the numbers. He's made at least two field goals in each of the last four games. Once again, I still have questions about Baltimore's overall offense. And I think Tampa's defense is still good. The issues have been on the offensive side of the ball. But Tucker, who's the best kicker, in my opinion, all time, And for an offense that has had to settle for a lot of field goals, I think over one and a half has a lot of value to it. And I think if you want to talk about just being the ultimate reliable option, I see 145. Give me Tucker to make over one and a half because we know that when in doubt, they're going to send him out there. And I think Tucker should be money in the bank. Any thoughts on Tucker? Because I think one and a half is really just just too good of a deal to pass up on when he's made it at least two and four straight. Yes.
0: And the fact that people think that this, I, I just don't see this game going over. I see a lot of field goals in this game. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm hundred percent with you there. All right. Before we get into our DFS lineup, they are presented to you by No House Advantage, where they're changing and offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform. You can play in pick contests for a chance to win $250,000, but if, if that's not your cup of tea, you can go and play against the house and get 20 times your entry, bet up to five player prop over unders in different sports. Could be NFL, NBA, MMA, NASCAR, PGA, uh, MLB, all of that stuff. So sign up now, promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app and get a first deposit matchup to $25. Check them out today, nohouseadvantage.com. All right, Scott, we're doing DFS. I'll go, well, I'll let you kick it off because I don't even have my lineup pulled up. What's your first play?
1: So the captain spot's going to be interesting because usually you try to go for a low percentage captain, so you have a shot to actually win the thing. I, I keep gravitating back to Lamar. Just because the rushing upside, the fact that I do think he could score a couple of touchdowns, maybe even on the ground. And I'm not sold on Tampa's offense. So I don't I don't like t- I don't like Baltimore's defense. And I feel like you could make a case for Brady. Uh, he might be a little bit low on this week, but eh, I'll go with Lamar as my MVP for right now. It would either be him or Gus Edwards. That's kind of my toss up there for the captain spot. But as of right now, I'll go Lamar. All
0: right. I am going to go with Chris Godwin in the captain slot. Okay. And it just kind of goes back more to how rough Baltimore has been to opposing wide receivers. They give up some of the most yardage in the league, some of the most receptions in the league. And that's what Chris Gotwin does. He goes out there, gets a bunch of receptions, tries to make a play, get something to happen. And he's still held out of the end zone this season. I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's correct.
1: I don't think but, he scored.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, he's due. I think that. This could be something where maybe they're in the red zone, quick cross the goal line. He does a quick little slant route. Brady hits him, something like that. But I like Chris Gartwin. He's been an old reliable target for Brady ever since he's been in. Double-digit targets. If he has one of those days where he gets double-digit targets and he's just catching everything, he's going to have an amazing day. So, yeah, I like Chris Gartwin today. Yeah. What What I you mean- got next?
1: Uh, I'll actually let you go next because since you have Godwin, at least I want to
0: ask you, do you have Brady there as a stack or no? I do. Okay. I do have Brady there as a stack. And just uh, ultimately, this lineup is kind of weird, but it, it's a little bit somewhat of a method to my madness. I do Ultimately, I do still think this game goes under. But because I have so much stock in Brady, I feel like I had to play. I mean, not in Brady, but in Godwin. I feel like I had to play Brady as kind of a stack right there and get those kind of bonus points. And hopefully, you know, he just doesn't fall into the Baltimore trap of what they always do, which is force you into a lot of turnovers. Baltimore is a very opportunistic defense where they can go out there and allow you to get a bunch of yardage, but just kind of get a turnover here or there, and that kind of evens the playing field. So, yeah, I have Brady in there as a stack.
1: Yeah, so my second pick is going to be Godwin. Uh, I, I, yeah, I have Godwin in there. I'll I'll just piggyback off every off everything you said. It's really just the targets for me. Tampa cannot run the ball. They've tried. They're just awful at running. Godwin. I know he didn't have the yards last week, but you're looking at the overall targets. He's had at least ten targets in three of the last four games that he's played in. At least twelve targets in two of the in uh, each of the last two games. I think that you'll end up seeing Godwin get a lot of work, especially with Evans being banged up again. The only problem is the touchdowns and the lack thereof, and that's kind of why people will probably gravitate more towards Evans because of the upside. Mm -hmm. I think Evans is more boomer bust, though, because of just the injuries that have been nagging him for a couple weeks and the fact that he's really been a bit underwhelming in the red zone. He hasn't scored either in a couple of weeks. So I think if you want to talk about two receivers that have had a hard time getting into the end zone recently, I'll take the cheaper one that's gotten more targets. I'll go with Godwin. I think he's a definitely a solid price for this lineup on Thursday.
0: All right. I, um, I know I have more players in my lineup than you, so I'm just going to go ahead and give out these two picks as the same one. And it's kind of going to how I see game script. I started both defenses. Okay, I played both defenses, and it's both simply – just because I think fantasy points are going to be at a premium because I think that both defenses are going to lock in for this game on a short week, a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball. It just seems like this is the get definitely for Tampa Bay and Baltimore defense travels, and this could be the spot where they sit there and say, hold on now, we can get some pressure up the middle for Brady, get a couple sacks on him, make this hard on him, don't make it easy. It doesn't seem like Brady and that offense is completely there. And if they're not there, I want pieces of those defenses, both defenses to, you know, kind of help share that load. So I I didn't have enough confidence in them to put them in my captain slot, but I'll start both of them. So two defenses for me.
1: So I don't have any defenses, but I will pivot to something similar. I'm going to go to the special teams. I'm taking Justin Tucker. I talked about his over one and a half field goals. It's already a minus 145. So it seems like they're kind of just expecting him to make at least two. But mm-hmm. to go through the fantasy points for the last couple of games, starting with week two against Miami 10, 9, 11, 16, 8, 13. I'm using Justin Tucker. You know, he's money yeah. in the bank. You know, Baltimore's red zone offense has not been as amazing as it should be. Uh, they really have settled for a bunch of field goals, and Tucker's just a machine. Give me Justin Tucker. I think he's a very good low-budget option. If Baltimore ends up scoring, let's just say, 23 points, two touchdowns, three field goals, would I be shocked? No. I think that's pretty standard. So I'll go with Justin Tucker.
0: All right. My next place, Mark Andrews. I'm just going to bank on him playing. And if he plays, he's going to have a, a huge workload, a huge workload, probably not by design, but more of the fact of they're just going to give it to him. Tampa Bay's bad against the Titan. They, they've struggled against the tight end this season. They've allowed a lot of passes over the middle. We know this is over reliable for Lamar Jackson. When he's in gym, he's going to try to find Mark Andrews. And I think this is one of those matchups that Mark Andrews can exploit. If he's out there, I like him. So
1: just to pivot for a second, It's funny you mention Andrews because I'm going to go in order based on salary, but I'm going to have to segue back to that. I went Gus Edwards. I kind of mentioned him in passing already. I said he was my only other consideration for the captain spot. Mm -hmm. So I have Edwards in the lineup because I do think he has a touchdown upside and the workload should be there because I end up having Lamar Edwards Godwin and really those three. Tucker's relatively cheap. He's around 9500 on the platform I'm using. As a result, I had about 8500 salary left over, and my options were either going to be Auden It was going to be White. It was going to be uh, potentially Julio Jones, but of course I'm not going to pick him. Yeah. I have a lot of options here, and White I think is appealing if you want to go for the pass work. However, I kind of went bold for now, and now I would, I will change the lineup depending on injury report. But yeah. since you mentioned Andrews, I'm taking Isaiah Likely at seven thousand. Yeah. I think it's a very good low budget option. Now, once again, if Andrews is playing, you better believe I'm switching him out of my lineup. There's no chance I'm using Likely if Andrews is in. But if you want to talk about taking a guy with a very low salary who has a decent chance of actually having a decent role in this game. Mm-hmm. Andrews is probably not going to practice all week and he barely played last week and now it's a short week. So it's really an awful spot for Andrews. I think there's more of a chance of him not playing than people want to get want to actually think. Mm-hmm. And I think as a result, likely has a lot of value. Now, the only problem is if Andrews doesn't play, I guarantee you likely will be high owned because yeah. a lot of people will make the pivot, but it's yeah. 7,000. It's so cheap. Tampa's been very underwhelming against tight ends and likely is look good whenever they've thrown them the ball. It's been about once a game, but you might get a boost in workload there. Give me likely at 7,000 only on the condition that Andrews doesn't play.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's the same thing for me. If Andrews doesn't play, I'm switching over to likely like it's pretty plug and play there. Yeah. All right. Uh my last guy, we, you I, talked about I him. Would, and-
1: I would probably pivot to uh, White, by the way, or I probably pivot to White if Andrews plays, but still, I'll just throw yeah. that
0: out there. No, yeah. So I'm here with last play. I chose Kate Eyne. Okay. I chose Kate Eyne and just because he's he's been getting the work. And without Cameron Break, and I think this could be this could be the touchdown for Kate. Otten. Like this could be a touchdown for K. Otten this week. Brady likes him, but Brady's been targeting him a lot more. I was back and forth between Otten and White on this one, and I kind of just settled on Otten. I maybe uh, I might do another one with White in there. I do was, like the Otten's going to play every
1: snap basically. Yeah,
0: and I just think that the opportunities there for him, opportunity plus talent, is really good. And I think K. has got it all. So yeah, he was really cheap. About 5,000 on my platform, and that's about how much I had left. So, yeah, give me K dot.
1: Yeah, I, I threw his name into the ring, too, and I
0: mentioned him for first touchdown score. So, you know, I'm on board. All right. uh, that's, that's the end of your lineup, right? Yep. All right, there we go. That's it for DFS. Let's just go quickly into lock and dog give everybody their time back. Well, you mean uh,
1: lock and touchdown score?
0: Yeah, lock and touchdown. Thank you. All right, so let's do this well let me save that for one for my lock it's plus money but I don't care give me Rashad white over two and a half receptions it's a great it, value play it, it's a it's a huge great value play and I just think that he, he can get there. Like, he's been doing it for a majority of the season, half the season if we want to be exact, So, I think that this is the opportunity for him. Last week was just an anomaly because the whole offense was bad as a whole. Give me Rashawn White over two and a half receptions at plus money. For my touchdown scorer, let's go with Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin gets in the end zone. That is at – what is that at? Uh, click. Let me see what odds I can find. Plus 185. I'll take
1: it. Okay. I'm just going to see quickly if if I could find a better line for Godwin. Uh, I did did not. So 185 will have to do for you. All right. What you doing? So for my lock, uh, I was either going to take Edwards uh, for rushing or Tucker uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the kicker prop. That's why he's the goat. I'm going to take him over <laughs> one and a half uh, field goals there. The volume is just too large. He's made two plus in each of the last four games. Yeah. Baltimore's red zone offense has really not been great. And the passing game, I think, is going to struggle in this matchup potentially because of Tampa's secondary. Anytime they cross the 40-yard line, you just assume Tucker's in range. That's yep. a massive luxury here. I'm going over one and a half field goals. You know, the kicker props have been kind to me on Thursday night because we've Definitely. seen a lot of field goals. So give me Tucker mm-hmm. over one and a half field goals. If he attempts to there's like a 90% chance he makes both. That's good mm-hmm. enough for
0: me. All right. Like it. What's your touchdown.
1: So for touchdown, I wasn't sure if I should go for a long shot or not because I really don't see many seriously appealing options. I mean, if, If Andrews is out, likely it's seven to one's an auto bet. But, of course, I don't exactly know if Andrews is going to play or not, so I can't give it out right now. I will go for a bit of a value play, though. I am going to go with Duvernay at plus 280. I just think he's been extremely involved in this offense, Mm. and I feel like because of it, he's a bit mispriced. He also is involved a bit in special teams. So I do think there is also – You get it that way, too, which is always a nice bonus. I'm not saying they're going to return a punt or anything for a touchdown, but I do think – It's definitely a solid bonus there. Plus, to go through the actual snap percentages, Bateman is the favorite in terms of wide receiver odds for Baltimore. He played 56% of the snaps last week. Duvernay led the team. Duvernay played 66% of snaps. He's played at least 64% in each of the last four games. The volumes there, they're not afraid to give him an end around every now and then. He also does special teams work. I'm a fan of the plus 280 there, just based on the ways that they use them. So, give me Duvernay at plus 280.
0: All right. Anything else for the people before we get out of here, Scott?
1: No, not really. Looking for another somewhat ugly Thursday night game. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Other than that, though, I know Thursday's been kind to us. Let's keep it
0: rolling. Yeah, looking forward to winning a million dollars. Let's do it. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast make sure you leave us a review make sure you check us out all throughout the week everybody that's doing shows all over throughout the network world series coming up nba's back tennis is still going we have all the things we have everything you need so make sure you tap in with the entire sgpn network he's at right show radio i'm at really real underscore underscore and with that i have nothing else to say and no way to end the podcast so i'm just end it like this we are out of here